We're here with the new king of all media, Dave Portnoy. Started his business from his parents' basement, handing out newspapers on subways to getting the highly regarded churning group to invest and then selling to Penn and then becoming Davy Day Trader and then becoming the most talked about guy in finance. The guy doesn't stop. There's nothing Dave Portnoy can't do because every, and everything he touches turns to gold. Dave, can you touch me? Just kidding. Yeah, um, knock on wood to yeah, keep that streak it, going. It, it's, it total, it's totally true. Um, reading your story, um, it, it, it is unbelievable. Back in the day when you were starting this business, did you have uh, a vision that could be this, this big thing? No, so I mean, and I've told a bunch, but when I started it, I really just hated my job. I had a sales job, uh, you know, I was working for a company called Yankee Group, a lot of cold calling, then moving to outside sales. Um, and the economy was very good, and then it Were turned. you good at the cold calling, by the way? Yeah, it was spectacular. I was very good at sales. Um, I knew how to kind of game the system a little bit, but yeah, I, I was- When you say game the system, you knew what, what leads to calling? Yeah, yeah, how to call. I didn't mind calling people, and I guess just getting, you know, I, well, for inside sales, a lot of it's numbers, 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 but I would even have like, I, to hit my numbers, I'd call my friends and stuff like that just to get the numbers up. But yeah, yeah I was pretty good at sales. Um, and I had a good territory and, and a lot of things, I guess, but I was, I, I, I was good at that job and was making more money than I thought. It was like 80 grand, I think, a couple of years out of college was a lot for me. But no, I, I always knew I wanted to try my own thing. So like I said, when I graduated, the economy was great. Then towards the end of my time at Yankee Group, it really turned and people were getting laid off and I always knew I wanted to try my own thing. Um, but it was, I would have been happy making 60 grand a year working for myself. Yep, and I figured you must have been good at sales because when you started this company, you were out, once you had a newspaper printed, you were outside like Boston arenas, hanging out newspapers, but what you said is you were yelling at the top of your lungs. You were competing with everyone else and you didn't give a shit. Like, is that Yeah, and accurate? that wasn't even sales. I mean, I guess to a degree it is. That was just getting people to read the newspaper. But so that, you have to have balls to do that. Yeah, right? I don't care. I mean, it was a business and, and I wanted to be successful. I didn't want to go back to nine to five. I was willing to do whatever I had to do to do that. Um, and so I would, like you said, I would stand outside newspaper stations, uh, uh, excuse me, subways, handing out my newspaper, competing versus all the other people doing it. And when I wasn't doing that, I'd be on the phone trying to sell ads. That was basically my life. I mean, that is unreal. I mean, this, this guy, Aaron, who missed his flight this morning, I said, why don't you ask people to go ahead in line? He's like, I didn't want to make anyone mad at me. Weirdly, I feel the same way. Oh. And I will never ask to cut a line at an airport you because won't. it's like, that's on me for being late. Yep. So, you know, if you, if you don't want to cut line, like I get furious when people do that. It's like, yeah. you're only asking because you screwed up. Now, what did you screw me up? So I actually have your back there. Okay. Have you ever missed a flight? <laughs> I've missed flights. I've missed flights uh, in Nantucket because I didn't have it. So I have a place there, but it, it basically the person who takes your ticket also then works the plane. Oh. So that became an issue, but I don't miss flights too often now. Okay. okay. And then um, how many hours a day were you putting in back in these early days when it was just you? I mean, it's unlimited. I mean, I, I, I feel like I worked, if there's 24 hours in a day, I feel like I worked 30. I mean, I, I really worked around the clock. It was, if I wasn't doing the paper route, like at a 48 hour paper route, picking up the newspapers, delivering it, um, putting the paper together, writing articles, calling for sales. I mean, it was every waking moment I was working. Got it. Um, one of the things that you did, and it's like a fake it till you make it, you were writing the paper, and maybe you had a couple other guys, but you were using a lot of pseudonyms, fake names. Yeah. Can you tell people about So that? early newspaper, I always started as a business. I was, the, the intent was never for me to be known. Like I, I wasn't, 
doing it like someone goes on a reality show, they want people to know them, social following, social followings didn't even exist. I was doing this strictly as a business. So to make it seem like we were bigger, I had aliases for marketing, you know, sales, uh, writing, just made up names like Devilfish Dave, I think was one that people always make fun of it. Um, but it was basically make us seem much bigger. I used to put fake ads in the newspaper. If like I was trying to get, you know, Fleming's Steakhouse, I'd put Morton's ad and then call up be like, hey, Fleming's, you should see that Morton's advertising. You guys should be too. Whatever I could do to get people to advertise or make it seem like a legitimate business, I was trying it. It's the most genius thing though, because like people are like, oh, I want to start this business. I want to build this app. But you didn't just do that. You you did the things to make it look like a real business, even when it was just you. Yeah. And like you were the multiple names, that Fleming's thing. I was actually the next thing I was going to bring up was when I saw that it was like the most genius thing because it makes it so much more credible. Right. It didn't work. Like I remember, I think Fleming's got mad. They're like, "Who advertised? Let us speak to your salesperson who sold this. Like this should never be in there." And I just said that person quit. That's, um, that's the best. And what yeah. they left you alone. Right. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I mean, it's a little rink think newspaper at that time. But yeah, I mean, I, I had before the newspaper launched, I think about. 20 or 40 grand, which is a lot for nothing worth of sales, like before we ever that's, launched. That's unreal. And like, I don't think people like see that. People think oh, I can start. A, so, right now, I hear people saying all the time now, we want to be the bar stool of um, whatever, the bar stool right. of football, finance, the bar stool of this. Like, that's uh, like a badge to you, but it's like, can't be the barstool of this if you don't have someone like you who you know does these things to make it that. I mean, do you hear that same thing about yeah, the barstool of this? Yeah, obviously, uh, it, uh, to me that is a compliment. I think they mean tone of voice a lot of times, like yeah, the, yeah. the you know kind of sarcastic, not too serious, whether it be a finance, cars, poker, and we've thought about all of it. So I, I take it as a compliment. You know, I, I have often said I think. I have a very unique role and it's changed through the years, but I really did have the sales business drive. And then the personality side of it came after. I was just following what people seemed to be interested in. And it's a lot of it was me and as we grew the other personalities. Um, but yes, there's a lot of people who like or uh, get wowed by like the fame part of it and the fun part of it without realizing probably how much work went in on the back end. And still does. I mean, we'll totally. get, we're gonna get to the casino app, uh, the gambling app, but it still does. The, the Astro van, where did you find that van? So I needed a, uh, when I was delivering the papers myself, I needed a car, I couldn't afford to pay anybody to deliver it. So I just needed a van to carry. I looked it up. Ironically, the guy did email me probably like six months ago who sold it to me laughing about it. But I just went on Craigslist Love and it. there was an $1,800 Astro van from a family that was moving. I, I was in uh, the South Shore of Massachusetts at the time. Uh, yeah, I, I just, on the South Shore of Mass, I went through Craigslist. They were, he was picking up his family, moving, had to get rid of it. It actually was a godsend. The thing was a beast. Um, and that's where I found the Astro van. And it was unbelievable. You got all these tickets and your mom was like, I just, my job was paying the tickets. My, my parents are super helpful always. They helped rotate me with the credit cards to keep the interest low because we're doing this with like nothing. So yeah, my parents were always supportive of it. Did is your mom just like like in tears a lot, like seeing how successful you are, like so happy? Your dad, I listened to him on the show, but you know. Yeah, yeah, so you know, I think any, any child uh, is very happy to be able to, you know, make it and make it on a level that I don't think I ever dreamed of, they did. So I bought them, you know, uh, in our hometown, like a nice condo right on the water. Um, 
she cried then. I think she cried when she saw my Nantucket house. So there are moments that I think just, without putting words in their mouth, they know, because they're getting up there in years, that financially at least, you know, um, unless I absolutely go off the deep end. I'll be solvent and, you know, my be sister. Be careful of that Bitcoin. I, sure. I shouldn't say that. We're gonna, I, I, well, Bitcoin, I have none. We're gonna, you still don't have any. I don't, okay. I don't have any. I wish I did. Well, you, you brought up that point to Pop, you know, on that show about, I'm switching something, but you brought up that point about, like, it seems like a pyramid. Like, if people Correct. don't buy, it doesn't go up. And I still don't have that clear answer on that. Like, I, I own Bitcoin now. Yes. But, like, I don't have that clear answer. If, people, if more people don't buy it, then how does it go up in value? Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I guess... It's hot right now in the streets. Yes. It was hot like this the first time I got in. I think I bought around 17000 It's super high. I do think it'll come back down um, because, again, it, it, and I'm not saying I'm the expert. I People, unlike stock market people, which I always find fascinating when they seem to root against the stock market or they want people to lose. Yes. Finchwits. Yeah. So I'm not in Bitcoin, but I'm happy people are making money. Do I have a little buyer's remorse? A little bit. Yeah. But... I think it'll come down, and I think it's almost like a game of push your luck. It's like, all right, when's this thing going to plateau? It's been on a run, obviously. Yeah. Almost it seemed like the PayPal news sparked it, and it hasn't stopped. But the people I follow, I mean, they are fanatical. They are fanatical about pushing it, making you feel like you're having FOMO, and just Bitcoin, 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 but I still don't get it. Yeah, because Square, MicroStrategy, PayPal, yeah. and then you know all these people, I mean, even our you know, guy we'll talk about in a minute, he's a big yep. Bitcoin lover. Now, I don't know when this part was. I was reading about you and you're, did you have money to live? Like I read a story that you um, were playing party poker. I remember like poker stars were back then to like have money for lunch. Is that yeah, an accurate story? Yeah, I think or? Renee, my, yes. my ex-wife who I was still very close with, mentioned in the early days, like if she wanted to get her nails done, we would play like $10 party poker round. If we won, she could get her nails done. But I mean, we had nothing. I mean, couldn't go out to eat, we were living. I went from living basically rent-free at my parents, and then we lived in an in-law house of hers. So we, we really had no money, none. So would you say, what would describe you? Like Mark Cuban described himself as a, as a grinder. Would you describe yourself as like a scrappy, a grinder? Yeah, I, I think any entrepreneur has to be scrappy, has to be a grinder. And you have to have, you know, unwavering faith in what you're doing. I've often said, which I've only done, started one business. It was Barstool and it was like a home run. So I would I, say oh, grand slam, yeah, double it, homing, you, this whatever is you want to, what, yeah, whatever, whatever metrics, it's gone as perfect really as it could possibly go. I always thought it was six. I never thought it was gonna be this, but I was like, okay, it's working, it's working. I don't know if I was just lucky, not lucky in the work, but if I would have believed the same way, even if it didn't work. Obviously, most businesses fail, especially in printing. So it, it, I'm, that's one question I'll never have the answer to. Like, I always like, of course it's gonna work. Of course it's gonna work. It's gonna work, it's gonna work. And it worked. But I don't know if the two's correlated, if that makes any sense. Well, th well think about this, like BuzzFeed and all those companies, you know, Buzz, they yeah, raised so much money, and, yep. I can, and I can name 20 others, right? They raised so much money, and then, you know, and they used the Facebook algorithms. You didn't do that, you built a community. And I don't right. know if you did it on purpose. Was that always the plan, build a community, or build cool stuff on sports? There was never a plan in that regard. The community was supernatural, and I always recognized how important it was. I've told this story about, like, the Chive guys, and I, I think they're still around doing pretty well. But early, early days, although I've heard one of them hates me, I don't know why, but um, early days, they reached out. His name is Leo, whatever. Do you have him on a champagne bottle yet? No, no. I, I no, no animosity towards them. But they were okay. very big when we were kind of growing as well. I felt like we were growing almost together. Um, but 
they reached out and they're like, hey, we have this link if you sign up and it bounces around the internet. So for every hit you get, you'll get like 20. And I kind of was like, well, what's the point of that? Because the 19 people who don't know what we are, they're just gonna be like, it's spam. So I didn't care. And we always still to this day, even some of the conversations with Penn, when they're like, hey, we wanna do email blasts and this and that, I'm like, we don't have to. Like our people come to us every single day. If I wanna talk to them, I'll talk to them. Um, that's all community-based. And, and it's been a huge strength of ours. It wasn't planned, it, but without a doubt, most of the positive and negative things you hear about Barstool is around the community because they're ravenous, they're loyal, they can be out of control at times, even though it's like a super small minority. But anytime you have, and it's no different, sports, whatever it may be, celebrities like Bieber, whenever you have a fanatical fan base, it, it will make waves both ways. Oh yeah, I was confronted by it one time, and I was going to go to it later. I, I, yeah, I remember you. Oh, I got mad about something. I don't remember. I got it. I got all the things. I've never gotten <laughs> tweets like this. Jason, you stink. What you, was it? You, what was the uh, origin? Open Activision earnings. So the way our news. Yes, you yes, misreported. I was big on Oh my god! So I was my son. My son's nine years. Yeah, eight yeah. years old. Time it was a championship baseball game. All of a sudden, my phone starts fucking blowing up, and it's a fifth, it, fourth inning, and it's going to six. And Josh, my phone is Jason. You need to respond, you know. And I'm like, what's going on? It, it was, you guys reported incorrect so, earnings. So Reuters, right? Bloomer, they don't do this calculation that we do to pick pick this thing out. The guy who did the calculation. Like Brent, whatever he did the plus instead of the minus. Like he did the wrong. He, and he admit we run it right yeah, away. Right. And we do this. We did that. And we actually do this math to compare like and move stuff out instead of just automating. A lot of the press releases you just automate. Yep. The Activision we like. There's like certain companies you just do the math on. And he did. He messed up. He corrected it right away. But we have no like. I don't. If I had inside information, I don't. I, I'm the right. opposite. The SEC calls us like almost quarterly on yep. stuff, not against us, but people that like you know. And so I never like. And so you in your thing, you call us a suit. And like we're the opposite suit. Right. We're, the, we're like the news, financial news for millennials, and we pop like we're on Robin. All those places. Do you think that? I, so the Do background you, on that is I was huge on Activision. Into earnings, they, we should, they shouldn't have been. Benzinga shouldn't have been wrong. Like they, sh they should not have made a mistake on Activision. You know what I mean? Like right. that's. But, bad. but my question was, I, because it started hot. I felt, and, and I'm going on memory. That came out and like thwarted the momentum of it, and it went the other way. And and the and the guys in the news desk say no, it was already going the other way. Like right then before you even we had it, because he did the math, it was yeah. already going down. Like they they kept showing me so charts. So you think I'm wrong on? They on. they think I never studied the whole chart thing. Yeah. These guys think yeah. like on, on Twitter, and, and I, I get that a lot it, every day too. Yeah, you get the people yeah, tell you to yeah, clear yeah, yeah, So yeah, the first few yeah. times, it doesn't bother me. But it yeah. doesn't bother you. Did it bother no. you? first? No. And that's part of probably, I have very thick skin. I talk in insults, and I mean, I don't take it seriously if someone says it, but well, not well, everyone's I mean, look at this, like, hey, how about fuck you, you know? Yeah, right. Like, no, that's that's the world. I mean, I get that all the time. I get that all, every day, all day, doesn't bother and, me. And the a thing, lot of them are my friends. And the, or not friends, but they like me. Yeah, yeah. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, this is the, I mean, you're an easy person. I think you're an easy person like, because you say what you think, and it's like, and then we're going to go to that, but the, do, you, do you think, oh, because you were using a different brokerage, and you switched to another brokerage. Well, I okay? got kicked off. Yes, you I got, got kicked, kicked off, off E Trade. Okay, I didn't, yeah, you got yeah, kicked yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I got kicked off E Trade, and, and I should have probably. The only reason I was on E Trade was because I don't know. I made like one. I bought one stock in my life. I bought like Twitter way back in the day, and I had it, so the account was already set up. So that's why I chose it, and I really wasn't planning out like, oh, DDTG is going to be some huge thing. My take on E-Trade is it's for grandmothers. It's for people making small trades, not paying attention, um, and I'm trading 
millions of dollars, like per day. Um, slowed a little since, you know, gone back to work. But E-Trade, every time the market got super volatile, would crash. And I'm live streaming, and there was one day, it totally like crashed and froze. And I couldn't even see what stocks, the only thing I'd see is like every five minutes of a refresh, I'd be down another quarter million. And I couldn't make a trade, I couldn't see anything, and I'm live streaming, so I freaked out. E-Trade decided this type of publicity was no good for them. I really don't think their system is built, because I've been on Trade Zero now. That's what I was gonna say. Which is a more complicated interface for me, but it hasn't crashed once since yeah. I've been using so it. So Trade Zero is a customer of us. Yep. And so that's where you got the Activision earnings, and then we do the update, that's why you got it. So when you went to move to Trade Zero, we're like, oh, that's sweet, Dave's gonna see our stuff now, because we provide content. Yep. We provide it to Robinhood, Trade Zero, Ameritrade, and all this stuff. So we're like, oh, we're gonna see the content. The first thing I see is like this, this Activision at the game. I'm like, come on, isn't there a good thing we've done? You know? Like, well, I didn't get that from Trade Zero. I got people oh. sent it to me. Oh, okay. They're you like, did. I this is I... they, they singled. Yeah, yeah. That's out there like this is why you just got fucked. I know. That's, yeah, and then, like, as we, we reweeble all these places, we provide content. Yeah, right. To, and that's why. But it is a. Huge mistake. Yeah, it is. It is like having the earnings number, um, the wrong number is a mistake. You have to correct it. But the thing I was tweeted back, and you and you acknowledged it. You it was nice. You're like the CEO responded back, owned it, all yeah. this stuff. But Dow, like the other companies that are way bigger than us, make like ten like yeah, more I mistakes you saying that. because they automate the stuff, and so they don't take the actual X numbers. So the first number is always like often wrong. Yeah. So people like us because we curate the correct numbers. We put less noise in there. So if you compare our feed to one of those big guys, yeah. and we, like ours is way, more, we can't make mistakes. You know, like the right. Hertz Avis thing? Yeah. So like we have to be better than those guys. So that's bad, like don't get me wrong. I mean like you gotta be able to rely yeah. on us like we're the Bible, it's like water, there's no excuse, you know what I mean? If you make a mistake, heads cut, cut off. Like that's just, but so they corrected it right away, but the st- he said, they said the stock was moving down before and we didn't have any impact. Um, I didn't, usually like I didn't, I didn't realize, I was more like, why is Activision going down? Because they, they smashed earnings, and I know guidance, all that, and sometimes earnings makes no sense. But I was basically saying that, and, and who, and God knows who said, but they pointed out, is like, yeah. this is and, why. And, and I have a bias to Activision. Bobby Kotek, you know where he graduated from, the CEO of Activision? And I guess Michigan. Michigan, yeah. When I was in senior year in high school, in, co- in college, I did a project on Bobby, not on him, but I interviewed Bobby right. Kotek for the school, so I've loved Activision and, forever. And, I mean, you handle it well. We say a lot of people don't, if you follow me close enough, I'm really, like, not out picking. I agree. Fight, like, you, it, you, it, I agree. It, it, I'm, I'm, like, over the top, and the language is colorful and all that. What... You're great. I'm yeah. fair. You're, like, you're, you're fair. There's no doubt. And, like, I'll turn quick, and even with, like, Ross, it's like, I'll say shit. Like, and I read it when Ross is on. Ross like, the only Yeah, the only reason I even know who he was is he, like, came at me from the clouds. Like, who's this fucking he, guy? I know. He was like, he, he tweeted to you. He's like, before you make a trip. Wait he, a second. He basically tried to get me to be his client, and then when I was like, no, he's like, you're too stupid to handle your own money. And, and, then, and, and then you just interviewed him two days ago, and he said to you, Call you. Call him in the morning before you make your trade, so you don't make any dumb trades. Right. Yes. So I, I mean, I mean, he 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 does look like a plastic surgeon, used car salesman. But I give him credit for coming on. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, because you you've had some great trades. What, you're still like long PayPal, Shopify, or I'm huge on Shopify huge. right now, and it it was trading at I think like nine twenty five. I'll hold on to it. at least. I'm convinced it's going to go back over a thousand. It was super low. I I so I started really bad. I got uh, murdered when I started. I was shorting stocks. Boeing like killed me for like three straight oh, yeah. days. Up down, no rhyme or reason to why one day it would be up next. So I think. I was down close to like three million quickly, like almost lost everything I put in. The peak of everything I turned around went up four million, and now I'm probably, because the market hasn't been great lately for what I've had, I'm probably about up 1.5, somewhere around there. I When you first went on, the second day I emailed you and I said, hey, you want a comp thing of Benzinga Pro? And we like, and we just, we get the password, it's just one bite. And then you went on the thing like, I know what you guys want, you want free advertising. <laughs> and so then I wrote, go blue, you know, I used the Michigan, but then um, you didn't use it. But then I started emailing you like, stocks. I, I get very passionate about a few different stocks. Like I Upwork, UPWK, it's a freelancing marketplace with everyone being remote. It's hard to hire employees. Sure. So, and I sent you that. It was like a 15. Now that one's performed. I mean, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Do you know GAN? G-A-N? Yep. Okay. You guys use them for something. I don't know what. Yeah, pen, like, maybe back end. People well, told me that. It's, it's. I gave my brother and dad are in it. Well, it's getting killed right now. Do you have any opinion on GAN? I gave I, GAN I, out. It made sense. It's like, should work with all the gambling, but it hasn't followed the gambling stocks necessarily. I, and GAN, I, like, it's not your fault on that. I one. think I, it's I've been 18 or something it's now. Like, it's no, come dude, back we're, a little we're, bit. We're down two and a half today or something. Was it? I have yeah. a very small portfolio right now. I have uh, a shit ton of Shopify. Oh, pens up. Good. That's good. What's, what's pen at? I got, I got, I got some uh, pens. pens at sixty six. Yeah. So Gan, we're down thirteen percent. Like I thought, Gan with the whole you down know, what? We're down thirteen percent again. They had earnings. Had, thir- oh. We're down thirteen percent. We're at fifteen sixty nine. It bought a it company. Had earnings today. Yeah, it bought a or last night. Yeah, yeah, last night it bought a company called Coolbet. See, all those companies, I will say, like Fastly, and those guys get smashed at earnings, and then they come back. Well, the, th- the thing that's sweet about these companies is the thing behind the thing. So I know. if Gans, if you get it, so if Gans, do you know Twilio? Yep. Like, or with the but they, they've had unbelievable runs. I went to elementary, middle school, high school, college with the CEO of Twilio. He went to Michigan. Oh, he went to, I remember, he, yeah. He no, graduated they, with you, actually. They, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, no, they've killed it. The Gans, I didn't know how the earnings. Yeah. Um, so I, I, the Gans, I don't know. Do you know the CEO and stuff? No, or? no, no. Okay, I didn't know. No, I, so I am kept pretty out of the loop on anything that's going on with Penn okay. outside of promoting the sports book. Okay, and we're going to get to this app. I have the app open here. I want people yep. to see it because I, I don't think there's enough of you be, being asked about the app and showing how you use it. Yep. So I'm going to do that in a second. But there's one thing that we skipped. So you know how you're scrappy and all that stuff, you get things done? When you started the company, you're doing 10 different jobs. When you had to hire employees... Wasn't it like weird for you like to hire like 50 people and like pay them real salaries and stuff? Cause like you were used to just being scrappy. Like when I started my company, yes. it was in my basement and it was just me. And then I had to hire someone. The first time I had to pay someone like real dollars, it was like so crazy for me. Cause it was like blood, sweat and tears. And I was like $50,000 is a ton, a hundred thousand. You know what I mean? Sure. Like how, so how was that, that transition for you? It wasn't that easy for me. It, it, it had, well, it's the company has been built Barstool over the course of two decades, super organically. So. The early guys, like the first employee I ever hired is still here. Um, sales guy, Paul Glazinski, I've been one of my good friends now. But you know, nobody was making a lot of money when they came in. A lot of the early guys worked for free for a long time before they actually got paid. So that's like, I have no problem with that. I'm glad, I, I, I've said, hopefully, like Milton, where we started, everybody who was in that office will be millionaires. So that's 
awesome and very nice. The new age. It's amazing. Yeah. And by the way, and people don't know this, but you fought for that with your deal with Chernin. I fought for it with Chernin. I fought for it with Penn. I fought like I'm wildly loyal to the people who have been with me from the beginning. I mean, Paul was working out of my kitchen. Feidelberg, you know, was working for free. Dan, Kevin, early guys. The best. Loyalty forever for them. New Age, I all, and I talked about this the other day, I always have to remember, and Erica, CEO, hires the business people, so I don't deal with a lot of that. The new content people, yeah, sometimes, I know they don't work as hard as we did back in the day, and I just have to remind myself, they don't have the same incentive. It's still a great job, but it's like, you know, I've I've made it. Like I've made hundreds of millions of dollars doing this. They're never gonna make hundreds of millions. So it's just get expect somebody to be home on Saturday night blogging like I used to. It's just different when it's not your company. Our guys still have the incentive for on content. If you make it, that helps you at the end of you your get contract. And all. Yeah, and, and your personal brand grows. Right. And that's the incentive almost more than money. And then it's no different than being like a, a, a you know, a sports team. Like, you get your worth. If we can't pay you, um, you can go to the Yankees and they may pay you. So it's something that I've just come to realize. There are people in this building who treat it as a job where myself and the early guys treated it as, you know, their life. I mean, what's so amazing with you, like you had the awards thing a couple of years ago and you were pissed. A lot of the employees didn't show up, they didn't dress up, they didn't treat. And you weren't faking it. Like you were visibly upset. Yes, I was. I was. I was very mad about that. I. Like you, I want, like you probably wanted to fire like a lot of people that day. Yeah, there, I always go back. You know, when people complain about work or doing ads, I know how hard I worked and the early guys worked. So it's like these guys have a dream job. It's like they're getting paid pretty decent money to talk about sports, pop culture, whatever. I will say, I don't want to make it. I think we have a very good content team. And what I've learned as we've done, we've gotten away from hiring maybe established people who now we can afford or people coming from networks, but we're hiring people who are born from the internet. Like we found out about them because they were funnier, worked harder, worked better than the guy next to them or the girl next to them. So that's that's still the DNA over there. And, and as much as I complain because people will be like, oh, he, he just, scrumpy old man. Like back in my day, I worked 24 hours. Our guys still work pretty hard. They work pretty hard. Yep, the born from the internet thing is a powerful thing you were yeah. talking about. No, that's okay. So now I'm gonna move on to an app. So we have the Barstool, the Barstool app. In, it started in, uh, you know, in Pennsylvania. Only legal you, in Pennsylvania. Yeah, only legal in Pennsylvania. I don't think you spend any money marketing, but like I think you have 13% market share. Yeah, I think they How? just came out with a new- oh, Was it a higher number now? No, no, it, I think it was 12 or 13, exactly, actually. We're firmly, I. I just got a text from it. It said we're firmly number three. Um, DraftKings, FanDuel, one, two, us, three. So we're very happy with it. And, you know, it's going to be an interesting decision as we move forward. It's been such a weird time because obviously we're competing versus FanDuel and DraftKings. Yes, two companies that could have bought you. Correct. And we helped build. We are in a company that has physical casinos, which when we did the deal, to me, it was like a huge advantage. It's like, yes, we have, we're gonna have the on-premise, off-premise, one-two punch. Yeah. 
Then COVID hit like three seconds later. So for the duration of our relationship with Penn, I think some people have seen that as like a negative because the casinos got closed and all this, whereas the others don't. You need sports. But it's been an interesting dynamic. But yeah, firmly three with no marketing. And we will be, whether we are now or whatever, once COVID aside, hopefully was the vaccines, we'll be the first profitable one. Like we're going to make money. So a decision that will go on and it'll be a pen decision more than ours. Do you want to go spend? I mean, I think I saw DraftKings spent like a, qu- a quarter of a million dollars, a quarter of a billion, excuse me, 250 million, yeah. like in the quarter of advertising. It's going to be very difficult to be profitable doing that. Yeah. They're looking to be last man standing, knock out the other guy, and when I say other guy, DraftKings, FanDuel, FanDuel, DraftKings, and get all that market share and be the gorilla and maybe make money, in my mind, I don't know, a decade down the road. We're making money like now because our customer acquisitions, nothing. Nothing, yeah. And that's when you talked to Ross and he's like, I'm long DraftKings, but, and then he brought yeah, up MGM. Customer. He was long yeah, MGM. MGM, you're right. M- MGM. And then he's like, oh, they should do cannabis in the store. That's what he's saying. Right, yeah. 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 So, but I was just like, he's long MGM, but like your customer acquisition cost is basically nothing. And he didn't really have an answer. I'm like, all right. And he did basically say the only reason he's been trashing uh, Penn is because of me. He's like, well, because you trash me. So I trash. That. Which again, okay. to me, seems wildly like dangerous to admit that. But, you know, you look at MGM, and they. I like Jamie Foxx. I think he's like an A-list celebrity. God knows how much they paid him to, like, be the market. And I took a picture. I haven't posted literally on my phone because all along um, Penn Station, there's the MGM Jamie Penn ad, uh, um, Jamie Foxx ads. So I took a picture of me in front of it, and I was getting off the train from Philadelphia where I'm humping it back and forth every two seconds. It's like... Who do you want to bet on? This Jamie Foxx, how many games do you think he bet on? How many hours do you think he was in front of the TV? Because it was Masters weekend and we had a house in Philadelphia. I was in front of the TV gambling, talking about our picks for like 72 straight hours. It was some of the best background TV you could pop. You know, you have the TV on. But how about the fucking debate you guys had with the putting, the Tigers ball and the thing? Everything, And then you're yeah. tweeting to them to get it. So what was the end result of that the, thing? It was a win. I knew it was a win. They, switched. they, you, they you missed scoring. Because you had it on the... We so, had every... We had every so, Every so here's that. Where are your like you? Can't you follow you on here? Like, you can't see what I bet, but, but if I you go into the exclusives, where, you'll yes, see. Okay. Like I didn't submit one, so like we these are all things we come up with the bets, okay. and then if you go into the bet with, you'll see like lights, camera, action, the big match, okay. and bet with Brandon Walker, bet with, bet with me. So whatever we have for the day. Okay, yeah. So that's so whatever you have for the day. Will you ever put like people's track record if they want, and then you could follow their bets? One of the issues we have and this is like almost since our baseball is we got to get better on tech like so we will but we don't have the ability we're not we're, the is reason, pen the tech the, doing yes. the tech yep. maybe you need more gan yeah right i, mean, I don't think that would help but, but <laughs> that like those no, things aren't we thought about all of them and they'll be coming so like pen already started down the path of building this app before we had the deal. So we came into it kinda, and I would say the fifth or sixth inning of them building that app, we've given them feedback, design, all that, and helped create it to like the visual aesthetics. But a lot of the ideas that we would have loved to have implemented, it couldn't be done in version one, but it will be. But I would have to say, when you guys started this app, a lot of guys put shorts on your stock because they thought the app was gonna totally crash and not work. The app was a resounding success. I can't believe how much it works, right? Yes, no, and everything we do crashes. That probably speaks to us, our tech. But yes, they've been, the the app, 
there's more we got to do to create like more unique bets and more engagement, but the nuts and bolts of it, great. Great. Like, Couldn't be happier with the tech. Ph- phenomenal. Okay. Um, all right. So then you guys have, um, are you working on partnerships for Barstool, the app part? Are you, like the, the gambling, are you Meaning calling, what? Like calling on like big companies to say, hey, you should partner with Barstool to like, not an Amazon, they're not going to have betting, but like calling, you You have a name. You can get a hold of anyone in the industry. If you wanted a partnership with like ABC, would you be the one doing a biz, uh, BD deal or? Yeah. I mean, like, I, no, not closing it, but like opening the door. We have a lot of input on all marketing decisions. Um, So, you know, and and there's been some like Penn, hey, we want to do radio ads, we want to do this, and we've almost said no. It's like, don't spend, don't spend. I feel like it's one of the hidden, and maybe not so hidden, is they got access to what I think not only myself, but our content people, like I say, born from the internet. Some of the smartest people out there in terms of how to market, we know how to market. So we do have a lot of input, and there'll be, Pretty big, in my mind, marketing announcements coming up in the next, I don't know, six months or so. And you want, and you want a break here? No, not quite all yet. Right, not until right. the well, cause, ink is dry. There you go. Because as, as the new king of all media, in my mind, like Howard Stern, he does a show like three days a week or a little bit. You're nonstop. Like, right. You're, you're nonstop. You on vacation. You're in Nantucket. You're still posting. Correct. Do you ever get... Like, tired from it, or? No, um, you know, this was a nice change, the pen deal. I'm a gambler by nature. I find it fascinating. I enjoy it. So this was a new a new thing to kind of get the engine going. And, and it's been a lot. I mean, it's been around the clock. Um, but I knew, I knew the deal going in, and I, I'm, you know, it, it is what it is. You weren't forced to do the deal. If you wanted to walk from the pen deal, you could have, you know, like... Well, yeah. So, I mean, my contract was running out with Chernin, yep. and I think I met, I don't know what would happen. You had a five year or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and it was running out, and they hadn't put a contract that I liked in front of me. So, and now they could have been playing possum because they are good negotiators. But I was getting ready to go back to Boston. I mean, and I oh, don't really, yeah, like I would have left Barstool. You really think you could have left Barstool? Yeah. Yes. So if they didn't, if the pen, if the, did they help get bring the pen on board? I mean, uh, I mean, you brought pen. But. Uh, so no, no pen. You know, it's funny. We had like a, a banker group um, who was hired to help navigate the gambling field and set up meetings with everybody, and they did with everybody except Penn. And then we had a guy, uh, David Van Eggman, who worked here. He used to be, uh, I think, FanDuel DraftKings guy, and he was like partnerships. He provided the introduction um, with Penn, and to be honest, we kept Chernin out of it. They helped with the negotiation at the end. Like, Chernin never met Jay Snowden during the entire negotiation. So you did it all your- It was Erica and I, and I think we instantly had chemistry with Jay, and Jay trusted us, and we trusted Jay. And anytime somebody else got involved, it seemed to get a little bit murky. So it was very much like, okay, let's just keep this group tight, and we'll get the done. I mean, it's, a, it's a, like a story that is, I haven't told, but we were ready to announce the deal like sign, do all the paperwork and sign it. And it was the day, and we were gonna do a big announcement on it. And it was the day that Kobe's helicopter crashed. It was a weekend then, because that was... I think that was at a Sunday that that happened. It was a Sunday, yeah. Sunday, 11 a.m. It was ready to go Monday was the deal. And 
we were like, we can't do it because we're going to, what are we going to be like dancing around? Like, hey, we did this deal. All anyone was talking about this tragedy. So it was from us to, <laughs> to Penn um, being like, we don't, let's, let's push it back. Like, let's go from Monday to Wednesday. Nothing was signed. And Chernin was so far not in the group, and I don't think they would have felt this way if they met, but they were like, well, we got to sign a penalty agreement. Like, if, if they don't do the deal, and I was like, what are you doing? Like, we are the ones who said we wanted to push it back. So anytime, it was just, we kept it very tight. Like, I trusted Jay totally. Um, I think Jay trusted myself and Erica. And we just kept it a very tight-knit circle and was able to push it through pretty quick, all things being considered. No, it was unreal. But from the outside, people, like, say, why did Dave sell 51% to the churning group? Why? And I, you've answered it because at the time, you, you, you didn't have like that kind of capital. The only thing that I question with that is, you're a guy who likes control and a march to your drummer. Did you still have control in that scenario? And which one? In the the churning? Churnin? Yeah, the churning. Churnin', Churnin's biggest compliment I give them, they never interfered with content. So then you had and, and that was, and I'm a little bit different because I don't want to say I can be a terrorist, but what are they, if I, if they say do something, and in my heart of hearts, I'm like, this is wrong, I absolutely don't want to do it, and I don't do it, then what? Yeah, because uh, you, you said you almost went back to Boston. There's no way you could have went back to right. Boston. Right, I think they would have been forced to, like, ante up. That would have been the end of the contract. But, yeah, I, listen. That been some good new corporate espionage. Uh, uh, like, they had the KKR Nabisco back in the day, like, uh, Barbarians at the Gate. That would be yeah. like, Barstool at the Gate. And even when we hired Erica, it's like, she's CEO. We haven't... She's amazing, right? Yeah, amazing. Better. And we haven't disagreed... On anything, and if we have disagreed on something, we almost defer to each other. It's like whatever you want to do. So I'm not. I don't need that ultimate control. I was comfortable with the churning guys. They knew what they were getting. It was obvious they knew what they were getting. So there's never been that. It's the same with Penn. Like Penn laid out. Here's what you can do. Here's what you can't do. I was fine with it. We'll honor it. And the control thing hasn't been an issue at all. Good. Good. Now, okay. I'm gonna go. I'll try to go fast. I have whatever. I know it's getting late, but. Greektown Casinos Barstool Sportsbook. So we're from Detroit. Yep. You have a Greektown Casino Barstool Sportsbook. Your your face is big on the wall. Do you think you'll ever come back? That you were you were in Detroit. You went to Pizza Papa's. You didn't get to go to Sapinos. Uh, Sapinos. I went there recently because I know you didn't get to go there. I yeah, I got to go it. there. Yeah. I know. But do, do you think you'll come back when the absolutely? Like, so obviously, COVID. Yeah, they just shut down the casino for three weeks. Oh, yeah, I think. For, yeah, you're right. I yeah. So yeah. our plan. That's the next state and what happens with COVID and passing. But once sports gambling is legal there, I'll probably be living at that casino for a decent amount of time. Okay, so we can hang. We're, yes. we're, we're, we're literally like a 200 yards. I'll hook it up. I'll sit we will be there, yeah, okay. yes. And you know, I thought it's a huge advantage that you Penn has all those casinos in different states because isn't that easier for you to go into other states when you have an actual casino? It makes it... I get a little fuzzy on this, but it's easier to get the licenses. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Yes, correct. I, it, it, Absolutely. It, 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 to get... I mean... I don't know that everyone knows. It's like FanDuel and DraftKings, I know, pay Penn for licenses. So, like, off competitors, we make money. So, you, guess what? You're the Penn is the thing behind the thing. Then it is the thing the, behind the, the thing okay. in some respects. Okay. So that as I was doing this interview, I asked people, do they know Dave Portnoy and Barstool? And a lot of people in like 20 to 40s know you or younger. I mean, I'm getting text messages. We post some photo and then people are going crazy. I want to meet whatever. I think I could have charged someone $10,000 or more to come here and meet. I really think I could have. Um, But one of the things I think it's so interesting how people discover you. Like, what do you think the answer is? And I'll tell you what I found through my research. I've talked to like 100 people asking how they know Barstool and Dave Portnoy. 
Oof, it's changed through the years. I mean, the early answer was always, I have a buddy from Boston. Okay. Um, that was 100% the early answer. Now, pizza is huge. Um, it's probably the biggest thing I do. And yeah, people always roll their eyes when I say this. I'm not political, but certainly the politics, like I interviewed Trump, I do Fox News a decent amount. People know me that way. Um, those are probably- You also do CNBC. Yeah, they want. They don't invite me. I think actually, fast money. Uh, yeah, Melissa Lee. Yeah, occasionally, they, CNBC actually reached out uh, at one point about like creating a show for me, yeah. and then something happened with news, and like, nope, we don't want. Were you dealing with uh, Hoffman, Mark Hoffman? The CEO? I forget who it was. Uh, the other guy. Um, and they didn't want to do it. Okay, interesting. So those, and then the D, so that reminds me of your ESPN deal. Yeah, it was because, one day because the only reason that show was canceled. I know she said it wasn't because of her, but. Sam Ponder. Yeah. yeah, you met her. You saw her at a bar recently. Yeah, she, she got my face, which I respected. Um, I don't think she was certainly the only one, but yeah, without a doubt. And I think there was a lot of selfish motives probably behind that, and they didn't want to lose spotlight or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so those are, it, it's being from Boston, pizza, finance, or politics. Okay, so this per, one of these persons I talked to from Canada, you infuriated her. Infi- like, she was so angry at you. And the reason she was so angry at you is because, this is a good story, not a bad one, um, she was so angry at you because you gave Costco pizza such a low rate and infuriated <laughs> her. But then what did she go on to do? She went on to watch 200 of your other things and knows you like the back of her hand. And like, and I, <laughs> so, pizza. so my question is, did you give the Costco the low review? I know the answer, you, you're an honest guy. You didn't, you didn't like the Costco pizza. Like that's what well, I, she I wanted mean, me to ask if that was a, you She's know. from Kent. I mean, we're, we're judging it versus some of the like best, I've had the best pizza places like in the world basically. Oh, by the way, this guy Aaron wants to know what's your top two, if you don't want to answer. For, uh, I have the app by the way. You guys should download the, the app. What's the app called? Oh, one the Bite Thought app. Yeah, yeah I got yeah, it here. Uh, I love Sally's in New Haven and John's a bleaker here in Manhattan. Spectacular. That's actually probably the most functional. My face. That's how many places. So that's where you are I mean, if you see my face. Are these really all the places you like? These. You yeah, that's all these just places? in that. In these this. are not Dave Portnoy clones. No, no. So are you serious? Yeah. If if my face is on it, that means I've reviewed it. If my it's a slice, that means I haven't. Um, ah, okay. Yeah. Got a lot of faces. I mean, I've done probably a thousand spots, and we're right near our office, so obviously you, I've done you, more. You, you all know the rules. One but I mean, yeah, it, it's, it's crazy how popular. I, I, that's probably the number one thing that people know me by. And how did you create it? Just one day you came out and like. I got in a debate with somebody who works here, Big Cat. If you could only eat one food the rest of your life, what okay. would it be? I said pizza, he said burritos, and then we did it. So for like a month, I was just eating pizza, and since I was doing it, I'd be like, I'll take a bite and rate it, and it just kind of caught on. Okay, okay, now, so yeah, that, that thing people just get, they love it, they go through the whole pizza feed. Pizza thing was wild. How many times do you do it a week? Am I, like, I do it every day, I do, you it, do it totally every day. Now, okay. if I'm traveling, I'll load up and do maybe like five in a day. How do you stay skinny? I thought, there was, I thought we have to do keto, no carbs. Yeah, like, no, I don't know. Because you lost your, because they used to call Fat Dave yeah, back yeah. in the day. Yeah, I walk now, I walk, I walk an hour um, a day. I wanted. Hopefully, I'm putting on more weight again. Okay. Well, I talked to Kevin. I wanted to potentially just interview walking in New York. I wanted to see how many people would just interrupt. Hey, hey. When you walk on the street now, how many people like yell? A lot. New York's actually probably the least because it's such a big city with so many like yeah. different you know yeah. groups yeah. of people. The who guy are, at the hotel checked me and didn't know you. I was I was really pissed. Yeah. You know? So yeah. It, it's different. But I mean, I get depends where Philadelphia. It's like every person. Um, New York. It's a lot, but not as much as like Philly. Okay. All right, so this one I thought was hilarious. So we did a story. We we surveyed 2,000 people or something, and the story was we asked, you answered, who would you rather have run your portfolio, Warren Buffett or you? <laughs> and you tweeted, 
uh, and 60% said Warren Buffett. And so your tweet was such a good comeback. The best, like, it was so funny, it was on a Saturday. So you wrote, so 60% of Americans are dummies, question mark. Got it? Um, and do, what, what do you feel on this Buffett, you, you know? Uh, the Warren Buffett thing is, again, one of those things that took a life of its own. Totally, I mean, it's... It, it, it just so happened that when I decided I'm gonna go all in on airlines, I'm like, I'm gonna take a stand, I'm gonna find the most depressed thing I can find, I'm gonna, that's what I'm gonna buy. So Spirit Airline yeah. leading the charge, it's seven bucks. Say, say what, do you still own Save? I, I don't, it's, oh. it's around 20 right now. It's been floating around, obviously, the, the vaccine Have you talk. ever been on Spirit Airlines, by the way? Uh, unfortunately, yes. Okay. Um, okay. So when I did that, like five minutes later, Warren Buffett, Berkshire Hathaway is like, we're out. Totally on airlines. I mean, it, it was five seconds after I did my rant. And then so it became, all right, let's see who's better. And, and, and luckily, in my case, Spirit went bananas. It went from seven to like 18 and 20 in very fast order. Cruises and airlines. Yep. So I said, he's dumb, I'm smart. And then it got pulled out of a DDTG broadcast where I think if you watch it enough, you kind of get the tone of it. And it ended up in like Business Week and all this stuff. I just leaned into it. Um, I do think Warren Buffett, one of the things people always took umbrage, I'm like, he's past his prime. It's like, the dude is 100 years old. I certainly hope he's past his prime. Yep, yep, yeah, and he, exactly. So, I mean, that's, you're, you're following these stocks moving fast, and as you said, stock market always goes up, and people tease you about it, or they, I don't know, but over time, the stock market always goes up. Correct, and so, I have said over and over, like, if you need the money tomorrow, you have to be more careful, but if you can leave it there, it does always go up. It just, I mean, it statistically always goes up. Okay, how'd you create stoolies? The word? Yeah, like the, the thing. Your I have fans. no idea. Okay. I mean, it, it, there's so many things that I don't know how they were created. Um, right. I have no idea where that came from. I know the answer to this one, but you answer. T- just talk a little bit. The logo, quick. so we're a newspaper when we started, and I have a friend who is a very good artist, and he drew me a very elaborate logo. I went to print the newspaper, and they're like, it's way too elaborate. It'll never transfer the detail. So I need to go to print, and they took clip art. It's an amazing story. And then we added, it didn't have the stars, and at some point the stars just got added. All right, this is, I probably should say this, but people knew I was coming to do this interview. A friend of mine who was on a, maybe an X-rated site, in the background, the guy has a barstool flag. I mean, that's what the guy sends me a photo of. I mean, you guys have... Yeah, it's been in the background of almost everything. I've seen it back at Brazzers. I got asked asked to, like, judge, basically, I don't forget the porn site. They wanted to pay me, like, a million bucks. It was a... um, it was basically like, Pornhub. it could have been, it was like American Idol for porn, like amateur porn. People, you vote somebody off every week, and they like want me on the panel. I, so. So have you been, I, I, there's a question that I was going to ask later, Dancing with the Stars and all those, have you been no, offered you know, of dollars? I am viewed, it, it's a roundabout way of asking like, am I a celebrity? And I don't really know the answer. I'm not viewed in that light. Like, I'm not viewed in a Dancing with the Star. Like, really? Like, Hollywood, I don't think, would look at Dave Porter and be like, he's a celebrity. The crowds we attract and the fandom we have, I think, suggest otherwise. But, like, Dancing with the Stars, not even on their radar. Sh- I'm, like, shocked. No. I would think they would need to pay you at least a million to five million appearance fee. No, it, 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 it is... Str- that would be great, but no. When, it, I, when I saw your thing about the Activision, whatever, yeah. and I saw the response, I was like, this guy is as powerful as 
Trump on Twitter in, in some respect. I mean, but it's almost like too small of a niche. No, it's almost like DraftKings and FanDuel, more FanDuel, I would say, than DraftKings. Just missed it. Like it didn't click with them. I got it. And that's like what, and I said when we did the deal, I'm like, exactly what I said in Churnin. Everyone's gonna sit around and be like, oh my God, look at the price, look at what it is, and be like, why didn't we do that? It's, it's so easy. And, and for whatever reason, it didn't, and we work with them closely. And I really do actually like the FanDuel guys, but it didn't, it didn't click. Like I see what they'll pay other, Jamie Foxx is a perfect example. Like God knows how much they paid them. I wonder if I can look into it. I wonder if it's in the filings, but it's probably not. But it's like he's an A-list movie star. We're not. We're, we're, we're different. We're more approachable. Like I've always said if you go out with us, we get like we can't move. Whether it's me, Dan, whoever it may be, Alex. We are so more relevant. But people come up to us, treat us as friends. Like, you don't go up to Jamie Foxx because it's intimidating. To us, you come up with. It's like, oh, there's Dave. I know him, yeah. even if you don't know me. Yeah, exactly. And I think when you're in Detroit, you're going to have to wear a disguise if you don't want people to, you know. Like, like we, <laughs> I, we went to Florida during COVID. I rented a house. And I remember we, it, we went. At That's the, where you hung out with uh, uh, Grutman. Uh, Correct, yes. So mm-hmm. we went there to get out of COVID. I just wanted outdoor yeah. space. Uh, BLM, the rides broke out, and they were like basically in my kitchen. So I'm like, I'm going to stay in Florida a little bit longer until the city yep. settles down. And I remember because of that, we didn't have a long-term lease. And everybody from New York was try- or rental. We were doing week to week. And lots of people from New York were trying to get to Florida. So it was very hard to find houses. So we're moving every week. I remember our broker showed us a house and the pool was kind of open. Like you could see it from the street. And she's in, she had no idea what we were. I'm like, we can't stay here. It, it, our fans will be in the streets watching us. She's like, DJ Khaled lives right down the road. Like he has no problem. It's like, it's different. And sure enough, our crowd, bros, showing up, waiting for us the second we leave. It's just a different crowd base. And, I, and it's good, but it's very different. Yeah. Do you like have security that you at some point? No, I'm not a security guy. Although, unfortunately, at times, like I thought about it a little bit in Nantucket, like I had someone in the bushes taking pictures of me, people really? showing up around the clock, someone yelling in my backyard at like midnight about stocks of all things. So it has gone a little bit much, but I also am getting more careful. Like I used to say where I was, where I lived, I was just an open book. A little bit more careful now with privacy.